Thinking is hard, and welcome to ETC. My name is Josh, and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Bailey. And we have our wonderful friends here. Sunny. Paige. Woo-hoo. And this is our first episode with guests. Woohoo! So uh, it's kind of spontaneous us doing guests, but we said screw it. We have friends over. We're gonna we're gonna bring them into the episode. Um, so they haven't prepped at all for this mm-hmm. uh, this topic of this week or month. And it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. We went to Zumba and we're like, yo, these two are. And I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. These two are currently single. Yep. Woo. And <laughs> as hell. <it's, laughs> and, um, you know, have a lot of experience on relationships. And we thought it'd be a great episode to have them on. So. Yeah. Recently and, single. <laughs> yep, yep. So within the last few months. And if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize for the not real video. We all look awful. So please <laughs> yeah. enjoy this uh, wonderful artwork, some done by Sunny herself. Yes. Woo. It was on Pit Crew, actually. <laughs> pit Crew, Pit Crew, okay? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> she did the heavy lifting. So this month's episode is about uh, mental and physical load and fairness uh, and being busy while in a relationship. So um, pertains to, like, doing chores at home if you live together or if you both have busy careers, how you can balance your relationship and your careers as well. Or, you know, someone who comes from a relationship that may not have a super busy career or just no career at all at the moment, how to support your partner in their career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll start with um, our first our first point is making time for one another. And um, if you guys have any ideas, please feel free to interrupt me or whatever. This is mm-hmm. for everyone. Um so quality over quappity time. When I wrote this, I had a great idea, but I kind of forgot what I meant by quappity. But <laughs> um, quality over quantity, because you can have a lot of time with each other, but if you're just sitting nearby each other, ignoring one another, and not interacting in any way, and like your your entire focus is on something else completely, right. then it's not really quality time. Right. Can I also say that sometimes having too much time in general can also be a bad thing like sometimes it's good to have your own personal time with your own friends and being able to separate once in a while yeah you gotta have your you gotta have your own things to do your own hobbies and i think the reason why you wrote quappity is because when we were at the beach and we were talking about this episode you were trying to say crap so like quality time (laughs) like spending with each other and then like quappity time (laughs) Is like when you're watching TV together, not really interacting with each other, yeah. or on your phones, yeah, next to each other. It's not really quality. And time. not to say that you can't just like hang out and watch, look at your phones, but there's a difference between kind of being in your own world separately mm-hmm. and you know enjoying a television show together, like talking about it or interacting with it and stuff like that, or showing each other memes through your phones and stuff like that. You're, in, you're still interacting with one another, and you're still in each other's worlds and stuff. Um, so our next point would be uh, recognizing your partner exists during a busy time so I'm sure we've all had moments where we would like to spend more time with our partner but we're just so incredibly overwhelmed with work and chores and and personal lives that we don't have time to make that quality time or even any of the quappity time so it's important to take a moment, like take three seconds out of your day or whatever you're doing in the middle of middle of work from home or whatever, and thank them if they did something for you 
or or, or give them a, a compliment if they did something that you know is, is even a, a task that they do on a, a typical day like oh you did the laundry fantastic thank you even like asking about their day like or yeah. just like a small conversation just to make sure that like um again you are giving them just at least a little bit of time because yeah. you might regret not giving them as much time as they need and then when they finally are like i'm done with this you know what i mean you're gonna be kind of uh sitting there looking silly i guess also appreciation like yeah, appreciate your big. partner um saying that i love you or thank you for doing this mm-hmm. that's a big thing that may like hypes up your partner it's a love language yes it yeah. literally is. and it only and takes a couple of seconds yeah and if they don't it kind of just makes you feel like you're not loved yeah which is very hard no they're too busy they're too busy to care about me like yeah. we'll just take like yeah. two seconds you you'll be fine if you don't leave the house right now mm-hmm. and just say hey thanks for your help i really yeah. appreciated it um, you're doing a great job. I love you very much. Yes. But I really got to go. I'm really sorry. Yes. I got to go by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give him a hug. Give me a kiss. You know. There's a lot, um, a lot of love, love languages played into this. And, you know. Especially when you do a lot of things for that person right. and that person's not appreciating it. It really right. hurts that they're not. It's like, you don't love me. Or, yeah. Appreciation you know? goes a long way. Yeah. Even something small. Just recognizing that they did something small. Exactly. Even. Um. So our next point is making sure you do things you like together and not what one person likes to do all the time. I think you wrote that. Do you I wrote wanna, that. You wrote that. Oh, yes. you wrote that. Oh. Making sure you do things you like together. What, what do you have? What do you have on that? So like if you like a movie, for instance, um, you want to pick a movie that you guys like together and not a movie that that person likes only, and then you're sitting there like, oh, can this movie be over? Kind of thing. That's fair. Or, um, you know, sometimes when you want to go out and do something, it's all about that person wants to do this and that's it. Like, your opinion doesn't matter. And that's something that I struggled with in my relationship was it was always about him and not about anything about me. Like, oh, what do you want to do? No, it was only about what he wanted to do. And that's something that, you know, it makes you feel like... It's annoying to do things mm-hmm. that only that person wants to do. And it kind of makes you feel like they don't really care about yeah. your interests. And, yeah. then like, and then it's just going to make your self-esteem go down because of yeah. it. Exactly. I know like for me, I usually do try to get my partners into whatever I'm doing. Um, just because I know like I could be kind of extra, I guess. You know, I'm into like anime and like art and, you know, things that not ev- that really everyone's into those kind of things. So, um, but if you include them into things, yeah, then exactly. it makes it better. But if you are doing something that you like to do and not including your partner in it, it kind of, it kind of sucks because yeah, you're just you, sitting you're there, just like, sitting there yeah. and like, can it be over? Can yeah, we do exactly. something I want to do? Like just annoyed all the time. And then it kind of takes your, um, I don't know, happiness Joy away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's quappity time. There you go. Yes. That's yeah. what that is. It can, be, it can definitely be a bit hard to juggle that, especially when you guys are both into different things, though. Yeah. So, like, for example, say I'm more into makeup and, like, they're, they're more into, like, sports or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to really be into what they're into, and they're not really going to be more into what I'm into. Yeah. So a lot of times we're going to be having our own separate time. And mm-hmm. I think uh, it's kind of important to remember that um, – it's good, it's good to, like, schedule things out, for sure. Like, be able to schedule, like, your personal yeah. time, be able to do the things that you want to do, and then plan something together. That way that yeah. you're not 
But also, when you're with someone, if they like something, you should, you know, try liking it too. At least try it out. Have if, an open mind. For instance, yeah. like, yeah. I, I like yep. baseball. Yeah. And that my partner should be able to just go to the baseball game just because I want to go. Just like if he wanted to do something, I'll be like, okay, I'm down to do it. I may not like it, but at least I'm there to with do it. Too. And, you know, maybe I will enjoy it. But right. it's just like doing things that that person at likes least to trying. do. Yeah, yeah. Try. If you're not trying, then it's just like, well, they don't care about you, you know? That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. But, I there's, mean, and there's way too many people who are just too scared to even like leave their box and like realize that there's more things to do in general yeah like again i know me being extra and like my hobbies and that kind of stuff not everyone's into what i'm into but at least like you know try to see why i'm into it or like Like, at least like yeah try to understand why i like the things i do and don't just immediately dismiss it just because it's not something that you're used to Mm -hmm. or it's not your cup of tea or whatever especially like even hanging out with friends like um you don't know my friends so you have to go and you know hang off my friends and see if you like them i mean if you don't like them after then fine don't do it but you have to try at least to go like go and do what whatever i'm doing with my friends and try it same thing with them like you know i if they have friends i'll go and hang out with them and if they um if i like them i like them and we hang out but at least try once not just say oh i'm scared or i don't, I don't want to but I think in a, a quote unquote perfect relationship, there's things that both parties or both partners enjoy that the other one may not enjoy. Of course. But I think the one partner could find enjoyment in their other partner mm-hmm. enjoying themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, you, like going going to the baseball game because you love how like you, you see them be excited yeah. and love the game. Yeah. And just that that seeing them enjoying themselves should i mean it doesn't need to be like shouldn't be enough but like yeah. it can be a re- one of the reasons why you want to go yeah. is like i love seeing you enjoy these things yeah. so i'm gonna go with you i mean the same thing with there. like football too like i don't i don't love football but i'll what? watch it if he likes to watch football no. but i mean even soccer like i may not like soccer but you know at least trying and watching it and maybe you will enjoy it i mean i like sports so I, i'll do any kind of watch right. any kind of sports but. i think it's kind of funny having like me and Paige because we're pretty opposite i feel like yeah like you're into a lot of things that i'm not into <laughs> and vice versa so it's good to have like two sports different, yeah. yeah i'm definitely like video games i just want to play video games Great all day. Like, yeah. that's thing. like video games i'm not into video games but like yeah. I, i'll try it out and you yeah. know i mean i'm done for anything so mm-hmm. i mean whatever you like to do i'll do yeah yeah but at least it's, kind, it's it. kind of a red flag to me when people aren't like that i won't yeah. lie like if you're in <clears> love with someone and you yeah. want to grow with that person yeah. and you're not trying to do anything that they want to do mm. or like learn yeah. about it Bye or whatever Felicia. that is a red flag to me that's yeah. a red flag to me for I mean, sure you have to recognize that you're going to grow some of the traits of them and if you're not willing to be open to like hey i'm going to gain some of their traits then like you're not you're not committed to this relationship exactly you're, yeah. you're just trying to get something out of it yeah yeah and that's something that struggles in a lot of people's relationships is that yeah <laughs> All right, so um, this is kind of out of order, was probably best, but um, I know, do you guys have much experience in, like, living with your partner for very much? Because that's kind of what this next section is with communicating needs. Unfortunately. I've never, I've never done that, but, I mean. (laughs) There's two exes, two exes that I lived with. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing. It's all right. Um, One of them... I lived with his family, 
and the other one is my recent relationship where he basically was living with my family and how long did this um how long did he live with you for i'm gonna say like about beginning of the relationship or like towards the middle towards the middle to the end for sure um for the other one it was definitely the same Uh, i never just start off you should never start off just living it we say all the time like if you randomly have to move in with your partner that is a red flag yeah. like yeah. that relationship will go down yes. and it's because it's out of it's not out of it's out of necessity yeah, yeah. not out of want and mm-hmm. it's also like um a bit of a it's a narcissistic trait to actually pull away your partner from their friends and their family and mm-hmm. to separate them um so if you have a partner who's not letting you speak to your family very often or your friends or you don't really have a lot of your own personal time that's a huge red flag yeah definitely yeah <laughs> Especially um, when one of my good friends here, Bailey, mm-hmm. um, when I was in a relationship, um, I really didn't get to talk to her or hang out with her because it was all about him and how he wanted to do this, this, and this. But, like, when I wanted to hang out with my friends, it was like, no, but I can hang out with his friends. So, right. that was, that, that hurt. But now I can hang out with her all I want. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely recognize that pattern as well because in a past relationship, my first real relationship in high school, he pulled me away from all my friends. Yeah. And not my family, but he would say things about, like, my brother and stuff. Mm. I don't know if it's just because he was a boy. Same with mine. <laughs> but, right. And so I'm, I totally understand what happened. So I didn't really nag you to find out what was going on between you and him. Um, I just kind of, like, understood and was like, she'll come when she comes, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just something that you kind of have to go through. And it allows you to create these red flags for future <clears throat> relationships. And I find that better than not knowing at all yeah. i do appreciate a friend who's like willing to kind of speak out when they notice things like that though mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say like is. like don't sh- don't sh- yeah. like shit on you know my partner but like yeah. if you notice something and you're like you're concerned i don't mind having a conversation about it and like being able to kind of bend a little bit yeah, yeah to kind of talk about it because it, it can be it can be pretty validating actually a lot of people feel like they aren't able to communicate when those things are going on and maybe they're crazy you know what i mean so like you know having someone kind of help you go through that especially when you can't get professional help all the time but mm-hmm. uh you know being able to talk to a friend about it and kind of get their two cents can help exactly. out i just also recommend that the friend does not um completely put their whole effort into someone else's problems as well it's good to take your own personal space yeah. and being able to, uh, you know, be your own different person, basically. Um, so, I guess my next question is, when you were living together with either of those partners, were you, like, making a schedule for chores? Were chores even involved? Um, did you, like, figure out who, who did what in, in the house, or was it just kind of willy-nilly? So, the first... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing again. Okay. The first relationship that I that I moved in with my partner, again, it was a bit of a necessity issue. Um, I I had gotten into like a disagreement with my mom at the time, who was not very capable of having correct communication, and because of it, I got kicked out. Um, so I moved in with his family out of necessity, and his family was definitely a bit of a culture shock compared to mine. I come from a Puerto Rican, very like New York, New York Rican kind of family. And his was completely like first generation Mexican. Um, 
very can be can be pretty similar in some aspects but his his parents were definitely a lot more traditional mm-hmm. um so they definitely expected like you know the woman to do the dishes and help yeah. the laundry and exactly yeah um but a lot of the stuff ended up going on to the mom anyways she didn't really she didn't really want me touching a lot of their stuff I can um, see that. Yeah, it's her she, house. Was, she was very territorial <laughs> about her house. And I completely understand that. I was just a guest. I was not trying to stay there forever or anything yeah. like that. Um, but there were a lot of times where, um, you know, I would I would cook for them, for example. Oh. It would be like my turn to cook. Mm-hmm. But then her husband <laughs> oh, no. would be like, oh, Sonny, you're such a better cook. You should cook oh, all the time. No. In front, <laughs> yeah, in front of their mom. And I so wanted to die. That I wanted is, to die. Like I already knew she hated me to I was begin with. Say. Yeah. Um, oh, that's probably why. No. Yeah. She, I already knew she hated me. Um, she didn't really like me because of my background. Um, I'm not like this the typical Hispanic looking girl to them, so they didn't really like that either. I was. It was already like a lot of things that yeah. were against me, and their dad would just like to instigate. No. Yeah. So that was just it, it was just stuff oh like God. that speaking, all the time. Speaking no, of um, your partner's family liking mm-hmm. you or not, mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship and you're partner's family does not like you would you still want to be in that relationship or would you want to you know it's kind of like a red flag and you're like eh, maybe i should just like yeah, i'm a like. i'm a likable person and if you don't like me i don't know what's wrong because uh, i'm so friendly to people and i love to talk to people so yeah the fact that if they didn't like me i mean i never had that issue but you know, yeah, that if that was did the happen, only... I don't think I would want to be in a relationship. It'd just be awkward to, like, go to family events and stuff like that for them, you know, because I'm sure they would talk to their family and, like, talk crap behind yeah. your back. Oh and it's gosh. like, do you really want to be in a relationship like that where your your in-laws are not going to like you? When you go when I you don't. get married, you know, don't. they don't want to be no. in the wedding and they're giving faces. Like, I don't know. I just feel like... Yeah, yeah, that was, like, that was, like... I won't lie like that. That was the only time a parent, like a pair of parents, didn't like me and like would pick on me and stuff. So I didn't really know how to react, and I was pretty young. I was like yeah. nineteen or something. Yeah. Um, I think that would hurt me. <laughs> yeah, it definitely hurt me a bit. I, I could not figure out like I, I couldn't figure out until he started telling me more details about like everything. Again, they're very traditional, and it's just it's just how it is sometimes. Um, they were also really religious, and I wasn't, so just stuff like that. Like, it was just, again, there was just things stacking on mm-hmm. me that they just were not into, and I completely understand. Um, you want what's best for your child at the end of the day, and sometimes, you know, parents do want to put their two cents in when it comes to who their child's dating, mm-hmm. and I... And it gets in the partner's head, too, and then yeah. it's like, okay, now it's they're like thinking these... about negative things about you, and then it just becomes it's kind like of, like, toxic. Un- in unrealistic a way. expectations, yeah. really, for someone who doesn't come from the same background as you to tell them, like, oh, you have to act a certain way because you're mm-hmm. part of our family now. Yeah. Or, so, yeah. also on this topic, though, so for my most recent ex, you know, he lived with us for a lot of the time. Not every day. He did have to go home sometimes. Um, but there be- after a certain argument we had and he started showing more toxic traits, my mom started to dislike him mm-hmm. very much. And unfortunately, my mother, again, sometimes having issues with communication properly and, you know, different mental stuff or whatever, she would act on him kind of passively aggressively. And I hated this. I, know. I hated this. Um, I, one thing I, she I, said, though. Yeah, I. But she picked up. <laughs> yeah. What? She. There was one time where he left the house and he he walked he walked to my house first of all, yeah. which is like a two hour walk. Jeez. Um, and then so he started walking back home 
and he was like, I don't want to bother, blah, 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 because we I was like, you want us to take you home, that kind of stuff? Want me to call you an Uber, anything? He's like, no, I'm just going to walk home. So I told my mom about how he came over and walked over to my place, and she said, is he an idiot? And I was like, no, he just, I don't know. And then she was like, well, we're going to go take him home. So we got into the car, and as he's around the corner coming back, after I called him, I said, come back, we're going to take you home. Um, she gets, she, she yells at him. She goes, get in the car, emo kid. And, and he's like, okay, okay. If he gets in the car, oh we take gosh. him home. Um, but you know, again, there's like very passive aggressive things that my mom would do to him and it stressed him the hell out. Yeah. And I felt horrible about that. I definitely talked, I would pull my mom to the side. I would say, Hey, like, you know, you're showing these kind of signs of picking on him and it stresses him out. And it's just, it's not, it's, it's putting more strain onto everything. And you know, some parents just aren't willing to change. Like, some parents are just kind of stuck in their own head. And again, I know that she was doing it because she cares about me and she saw what he was doing and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I was being a bit blinded by it. Parents know best. Yes, parents. I was going to say they really do. Yeah. Especially Honestly, mamas. Mamas they know, know best. before, which is the yeah. wackiest shit. Like, Even, they'll... Yeah. It's experience. Like, it's all experience. Yeah. It's yeah, really exactly. experience, straight up. Yeah. Like, I trust anything my mom says about anyone now, <laughs> honestly, at this point. And even friends, too. Like, some friends can really tell you, like, oh, you definitely need to get out of this relationship, or, mm-hmm. oh, this relationship's really good, you know? I, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that friends um, are there for you when it comes to a relationship sometimes, just because they can give you that advice that you may need that you actually needed and not... So you're, we're pulling you out of the blindness yeah. of, of that exactly. relationship. And I definitely I definitely did have a bit of that, I won't lie. Um, like, when I look back at, like, certain things that he did, it was like I could have seen the signs earlier, and I just kind of ignored them, hoping that I could fix them. Exactly. You know? And that's another thing, fixing, yeah. like, trying to yep. fix it. You cannot it. fix, you cannot I mean, fix yeah. Mm-hmm. You try to, and you give them a lot of chances, and then the chances just never actually change. And even they'll if be you, like, a day or two good. And yeah, yeah, and they'll be like, yeah, I'll change, to... I'll change. But I feel like a person does not change right away. It does take mm-hmm. time, but also it... I don't really think that people actually change, to be honest. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna expect them to change, you better be prepared for the long time it's yeah. gonna take for them to change. Yeah. Unless yeah. they get they into a life like like, like a life or death situation where they, you know, see Jesus and <laughs> and decide to change their life. Yeah, it's gonna be a while yeah. if they're actually committed to it's, it. Usually, the person you are right now is how how you're gonna be. You know, in the future. And, and you can change that. You can go to therapy and things like that. It's gonna take time, and you yeah. know, people do have trauma that they have to get past, but. Mm-hmm. It's okay to leave a situation because that trauma is too much for you to handle. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you kind of only have yourself. And mm-hmm. it's best really, to take yeah. care of your own mental and your own body and that kind of stuff. And you got to love yourself first. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And that's if you good. feel. But to get back onto the question, sorry oh. to interrupt. Yeah, but to get back on the question about chores and stuff like that, I was going to say that I think it depends on your situation. Oh, Again, if it's a situation like mine where like we're living with family. I definitely would say that it depends on how the how the house is being ran. Yeah. Uh, for Hispanics especially, like the mm-hmm. parents' word is law, and you can't really go around that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I know like uh, if when it comes to just like us living together or anything like that alone, I think it's very important to share chores. I don't think you should be putting one hundred percent of exactly. everything on one person. Yeah. Uh, even if it means taking turns some days or just having mm-hmm. it so that like this person handles. Uh, certain things I know Bailey knows this like who not how oh my god yeah (laughs) it's like a huge business uh, business quote like for instance cooking if one your partner's good at cooking you can do the dishes and um, I don't know dishwasher 
Um, laundry. Yeah, like, laundry. Just things like that. Switching yeah. with laundry, if Vacuum, anything. Yeah. Cleaning. The bathroom. The toilet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that came also to my, the point that I added, the, the weaponized incompetence. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's not really talked about often, but basically using incompetence so that you can get away with not doing tasks in the house. Uh, examples are, you're just so much better than me at this, and I'm just Oof. not good at that thing. I just yeah. don't know how to do laundry. I just can't, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. can't put stuff in the washer and then put in a little <laughs> bit of blue fluid and then push a button. I definitely <laughs> I definitely have been guilty of this in the past and I I kind of like am realizing it that I was being guilty about that like especially like cooking and stuff like that. I don't mm-hmm. like cooking. Um or yes. folding laundry. I don't like folding laundry, but I feel it's like there's fun, a better no. way. Yeah, there's a it's better fun, way. But, like, I mean, you so, got to do it. Um, I mean, you I've seen see the I've pile. seen Josh and Bailey like literally do laundry together like folding clothes together, yeah. which is something that you know, it's a good relationship where you guys kind of work together as a team to get something done. If you guys both don't like it, I mean, no, we don't. Guys, we hate it. But yeah. and sometimes, like if Josh has to go to work and the um the dishwasher is still clean and I it hasn't been you know taken out, then I'll just take it out and mm-hmm. do the dishes and things like that. Yeah. Or I'll wash the dishes if you've done like the crock pot or mm-hmm. you know because the crock pot is kind of annoying to use. Everyone yeah. hates the crock pot. Yeah. So cleaning the crock pot out and things like that. Um. And then appreciating that uh, your your partner, you know, saying thank you for doing this, yeah. or yeah. you know, even if it's something they were, like is on their like schedule, oh, yeah. uh-huh. if there will, of what they're expected, yeah. like expected, but you know, like you've agreed to doing, mm-hmm. like still thanking them for doing that. Mm-hmm. It goes a long way. Thank oh, you yeah. goes a long way. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, when you when you brought up like that, you and Josh do things together for like chores and stuff. I think that's a good counter. Mm-hmm. To weaponizing confidence is like, oh, you're not good at this thing? Well, come on, let me teach you. Yeah. Right? We can do it together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. I still think I'm learning to not use it when it comes to cooking because I feel like I'm like, oh, Josh is so much of a better cook than I am. Like, maybe he should, maybe he should, <laughs> maybe he should do it all. You know, but like, I, I'll make the lunches and then, like, he'll make the breakfast. So I feel like there's somewhat of a little help in there but um lunches are literally like peanut butter and jelly and like <laughs> the most basic the it's most still basic very thing. important but you know he is a better cook than i am but i i am also willing to learn like mm-hmm. i do bake things like mm-hmm. i know how to bake but i just think that he's better at cooking dinner he has more patience for yeah. the amount of things that are going on oh yeah right. for me but, i just be like it's terrible yeah but you also will cut things for him and like oh, yeah. prep the yeah. food before it gets cooked and then he does that's the yeah that's yeah. nice some people People that usually do use this, like weaponizing competence, they don't do any of that. They'd be yeah. sitting down on the couch yeah. and be like, one dinner ready. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Things like that. I don't even like helping them, but. Yeah. What's our next topic? Uh, Are you guys done with this one? Um, yeah. The next one was uh, like careers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you both have um, careers going on, which includes college, mm-hmm. if someone is in college full time, that is a career and they should be focusing mm-hmm. their time full time on that. And any work outside of that is is part time work. And hyping really. them up too to make yeah. sure. Yeah, and give them like, time to work on it. Wait, one more thing actually. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. about the last topic. Also, be wary of people who want to do all the chores because a lot of people that do that are actually trying to um, manipulate you. Not a manipulation, Compensate. but like a dependency. They're trying no. to grow a dependency on you. you if they're always doing everything for you you're gonna get used to them always doing everything that's true but and if you do bring up that they're being controlling they usually say no i'm not they get defensive yeah, yeah. but it's <laughs> like i literally can tell you an example and they'll still be like no i don't 
<laughs> like examples on deck and you, they're like nope but anyways me. back yeah. to careers okay. sorry careers. Well, that's college fine. is a career yeah college is a career and give them time and take time to work on it um and if you need to like say hey look i need to take from eight to ten to work on this school thing like so don't bother me during this time if you need something and it's emergency then you know fine but yeah so give give your partner time to work on their their school and stuff because eventually that's going to turn into you know probably a nice paying job. So yeah. you know Hopefully. let it, give them pl- give them plenty of time to work on it and give them support as if they're because it's probably harder than a job to be honest in, yeah, in some really cases is. for for a college um, for college. Not so and then encouraging them to continue working on it and mm-hmm. just you know being there to support them through you know work or college yeah. And then also um, sharing ca- like career goals, like oh, if your if your uh, ideal career is to be traveling all the time, you probably should tell your partner before you end up mm-hmm. at the job that where you're oh, traveling yeah. all the time yeah, and they yeah. didn't expect it. Yeah. So just like communicate your your career goals and where you see yourself, and n- not that you're expecting them to help you get there, but just to un- so that they understand what kind of work life balance they can expect from you, yeah, or that you're expecting from yourself. I have some pretty bad anxiety about the future, and um, I think it's very important to communicate what your goals are Mm -hmm. and um, be able to kind of plan things together, especially when it comes to taking a relationship a bit more seriously. Uh, Again, don't rush this stuff. I mean, like, I know there's the whole, like, haha, what would we name our kids if we had one? But I mean, like, I mean, like, actually, like, planning your future together. Like, what kind of house would you want to get? Uh, how much money are you saving up for this thing? Um, uh, you know, like um, cars, that kind of stuff. Like you really want to make sure that you're communicating kind of like what Josh was saying about the careers. Like it's very, very important to have these discussions about your future before you just go in blind and then don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like your your partner's drive too to complete these goals. Exactly. Okay, like when do you expect important. you to like, reach these goals? Right. You know? like, I know, Paige, you were talking about your ex-partner um wanting to wasn't it like mechanic stuff or something so he didn't even finish or go or yeah that was one thing is i was helping him you know get to where he wanted like air conditioning it was air conditioning Mm -hmm. and um i was helping him so that he can get that uh, license so that he can do that but he didn't want to succeed in that so then he puts it aside after he spent all this money on that and stayed at his job which wasn't making money that he probably could have been making at air conditioning. And then when we broke up, then he decided, oh, I'm going to get into it. So guess what he did? He got into it. That's because he's trying to get you back. Yeah. And he messed up. It's like damage control. Look, I've I've gotten better. I swear. I swear I have. Come back. I I swear everything will be all better. But it's like I was literally trying to help him. I was trying to help him, like, succeed um, in a a job. Even if it wasn't that, um, it's something else. Going on Indeed and, like, looking at jobs, saying, hey, you should do this. Like, this is something that you would probably like to do. I definitely relate to this a little bit too hard right now. (laughs) And I would literally go on Indeed all the time and send him him jobs. Like, oh, you should do this, you should do this. Okay, fine, I'll do it. And then when it came down to, you know, it's Maybe like get an Natalie's interview. begging yeah. them, but it's yeah. it's like they don't want to do it. Them. And it's yeah. like, okay, now I'm I spent all this time trying yeah. to help you, and you don't want to do it, and then you're relying on me because I make more money than you. And not only that, but like then they don't want to do it until literally like the world is crashing exactly. down. And it's just exactly. like, man, I spent yeah. oh my god, I spent you so know, much time. Oh my god, can we talk about something really quick since I have you both here? Mm-hmm. So, 
breakups, right? And I know this isn't until the next episode, but we'll just ring this in. <laughs> we got guess. Really well, quick. Might as well ask. Might as well ask you guys. How long before your breakup did you think about breaking up? Because this is something Ooh. that women struggle with. I know for a fact that before my first relationship, in my first relationship, sorry, it was like six months before that yeah. I that I actually did it. Um. Well, I did set myself a goal, and I was like, if he doesn't change by this date or this um, month, then I think it's time to, you know, call it quits. Because, I mean, I did think about it all the time, like, oh, I wish I was not in this, this relationship because I didn't like what was going on. But, you know, I just kept going with it, kept going with it, and then it finally, um, I, you know, I started being so negative, and I'm not that negative person. I started becoming so negative to the point where I was unhappy, I, you know, didn't want to do anything, I just wanted to stay home, and um, it really, it really brought me down, and that's not the type of person I am. I am a very positive person, and I love to do things, so... Um, when I did break up with him, everyone was like, oh, wow, you changed. Like, not in the way that, like, a bad way, but, like, changed and, yeah. like, you're yourself again, yeah. which I wasn't myself Yeah, before. oh, my God. That's such, a, that's such, like, a freeing feeling, too. I won't it lie. Is. I've definitely changed like, back to the I definitely feel also. a lot freer. Um, but it it's very – it was very hard to set myself to do it. Um, I mean, I did do it in the bad way of breaking up during mm-hmm. – with a text, but, um, I mean, it's got to be how – I got to yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. So, um, have the self-control to, to commit to the goals that you've set. Like if you say, yeah. Hey, if he does this one more time, that's it. You got, you're going to yeah. have the self-control to go. And it's not it. like I did it. I mean, he says I did it out of the blue, but I did mention a more than one time. And I said, Hey, I don't like this. It's always, I don't like this. That they never hear it. Exactly. <laughs> and we r- r- literally brought it up and he knew that like I was feeling some type of way, mm-hmm. but did he want to change? No. And then when I, you know, broke up, then he blames it on me saying that this was out of the blue, like we were just having fun, blah, blah, blah. But it's because nothing was changing. I was still so negative and so toxic that I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I can that. Yeah. Oh, man. Do There's... I relate? I relate. Um, yeah. By the way, if for some Friend? reason he is listening to this, I, know. <laughs> I just like... want to say um, I'm, I am wishing you the best. Yes. I am hoping that you can Find succeed in your goals, that... uh, you know, like continue to try to get your mental health, you know, um, cared for and that kind of stuff. I, I'm not trying to talk crap. I, I'm just talking about what happened. Oh, and um, speaking about mental health. <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah that's a whole anxiety i yes. mean i understand that you can have anxiety but when you don't get the help that you need when you can get it um kind of puts you where do you really need help because at, at at his anxiety he would say like oh i have an anxiety right now mm-hmm. and then like you know we would have to stop everything what we're doing and then he'd be like oh i want to go to the hospital well, oh. I understand you want to go to the hospital. Okay, go to the hospital. Yeah. But um, this is not the first time that you mentioned going to the hospital. And when you do go to the hospital, they say everything's fine. And then, you know, um, months later, he wants to go back to the hospital. And I, the first time I did it, I went to the hospital with him. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm there to support you. But when you keep doing it over and over again and you expect me to leave work to um oh. go First to the hospital all, his health insurance must have been really good or something right i was thinking like 200 dollars uh at the hospital 
Yeah. Like, that's like a $200 immediate and not And not to see, bill, not to see a psychiatrist. If you go to the ER, ER they're not yeah. going to help you with exactly. your anxiety. Mm. They're not, yeah, they're not ready for that. They're not designed yeah. to help with that. He they're designed to help with emergencies. Yeah. 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 Well, he never wanted to go to the actual doctor. So he would just, like, go to the emergency room. And the emergency room wouldn't do anything. They'd just say, like, oh, you're doing fine. You know, they'll check your heart, whatever. Yeah, because they're not, they're not checking like, your mental health. They're checking whether you're alive or not. He did have chest pains, but he also, they said it was fine. any diet? Okay, we won't go, like, Sound, yeah, yeah this like sounds like it sounds like a bit of but anyways about the hospital well. exactly in the hospital this what triggered me to break up with them too was because um you have anxiety and you want to go to the hospital but you know he told me oh you can miss work like just tell your um boss that your mom's going to, your mom's in the hospital and that you need to go visit her That's blah, blah, blah. do you think do you think first of all do i want to wish my mom going in the hospital i was gonna say no I, that's also karma like, yeah bad. i only exactly. get to use that once or twice yeah. Yeah. more than once and, and the they thing start is, asking questions exactly and the thing is is like i'm close with my my boss so like they knew oh, what was going on they would, they would ask so, a lot of questions exactly and i already left work um before to um because he had a dentist appointment and he was getting like a crown or whatever and i went there just to support him and i just stayed in the lobby and that He'll was be a, fine yeah he was fine he was fine but you it's know a big old baby. he was just a big baby <laughs> yeah. i know and that's what it was i was like his mom basically it was more and of that's, a mom that's a i was thing. literally that's his a mom yeah. then mom, yeah, yeah. A kink almost i think i was definitely being his mom instead of like and a girlfriend, a I feel like, yeah, like, like men who, no offense, no, 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 no please, please, but it's men, happy, happy National Women's Month, by the way, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, men who want a woman for them, who will cook, clean, and everything else, just want a mom. They want to date a mom. Yeah, um, yeah. they want to date their mom, and yeah. that's yeah. toxic as hell. Yeah, I did literally everything for him, and like I said, appreciation goes a long way. No appreciation for me. And that really made me feel some type of way was when he never appreciated. I did his laundry. I called um, his doctors, made his doctor's appointment. Like, that's not something I should be doing, um, mm-hmm. especially when we're not married either. We and are just. Grown ass man yeah. with yeah, bone. Yeah. Like, you can do it too. Yeah. And that was something also where I just, it was just getting like, I felt like it wasn't really anything for me like it wasn't anything good for me in the relationship it was more like oh it's good for him because he's yep. getting all this treatment and, and what am i getting too, nothing yeah, yeah. and i'm not gonna leave work um unpaid to go to the hospital um when you can do this after work or you can do this you know on the weekends but you want to pick a, just a day to do it in the middle of the day at least and wednesday at like 11 a.m yeah you're like what and i i just felt like i definitely it was it needed to to end yeah yeah for me um it was kind of like what we were talking about before with goals and you know expectations and for me i i did think about it multiple times while we were together we were together only for like a year and a half but we were together every day mm-hmm. and me too. um so it felt like forever and if exactly. we weren't together we were on call together yeah. like we were just together yeah. so i felt like double the time because it was 24 hours um, which again is unhealthy. Uh, not having your so own space. Yes, codependency as hell. And I still, after the breakup, I still was feeling a bit of that where I was like, I need to see him. I need to see what's what he's doing because like the codependency. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, for me, for me, it was definitely like you know goals. Um, his anxiety is he actually mm-hmm. has really bad anxiety as well. It's not diagnosed, but it's Same. very apparent. Like it's very like when he starts feeling under stress or he feels like he is to blame or something mm-hmm. like that, 
that's usually when his defense mechanisms come in and that's when he gets really defensive that's when he gets really you know angry really quickly and i would feed off of that energy yeah and same. when i fed off of that energy again i'm puerto rican i get kind of loud and, and that's neg- that's negativity right there yeah like it, it was just to the point where whenever we were having an argument it was kind of funny. I, I think you, you could visually see me, right? I would be standing there. I could, I'm like, okay, the argument is starting. I'd be next to my bed, and I would just slowly start getting into my bed and putting the blanket over me because I would just instantly be drained. Yeah. Like, I already knew it was happening, and yep. it's just like, okay, and now I'm tired. And I would just, I would be arguing, but, like, under my blanket. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, it was to that point because it was so often. Uh, being emotionally drained, like, you don't have time, like how Paige was saying, you don't have time to go hang out with your friends. You don't want to do anything. You just want to lay around. You don't want to do anything at all. And that's so damaging to a person. Ruins your social battery before you've even had a chance to socialize. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like, arguing with people who don't, like, who don't take the time to actually think of what they're saying before they say it. Or really... arguing for the sake of arguing instead of trying to f- come to a solution on mm-hmm. the issue. Exactly. And that's that's the that was a huge issue with us from the get go. Um, I remember like our first big argument was that I got tired of him saying the same story about his ex all the time. Mm. And, um, you know, like hearing it every day almost. And I was like, OK, this is a red flag, first mm-hmm. of all, that he's yeah. still thinking about her to this day. And they've been broken up for a year. And like, um, again, he's completely telling me the story over and over and eventually, after we had the conversation, I was like, I don't even know. And that was, like, the beginning. That was, like, the first few months of us dating. I was like, I don't even know if I can put all this energy into this one person when I just met them. But mm-hmm. I decided to stick it out through anyways. And he did end up, like, changing so much. But now I'm wondering, I'm wondering, did he change for him? Or did he change because he just wanted to make me happy? Mm-hmm. And I would keep him around if he just did what I said. You're also lucky that it was only a year. I was almost four years, and oh I, you know... A lot of damage can be done in a year, though. Yeah, it yeah. can be, and I think uh, I probably should have ended it a long time ago, Yeah, just because I was um, feeling it, you know, Yeah, we definitely two years in or three years in, but... We definitely um, had, like, a break in between our, like, in between the relationship. I really wanted to think about it. Again, I, I, I know I saw the red flags, and I... And I just ignored them. Again, I, I just had the mentality that I could I could teach him. I could mm-hmm. fix him. I have a lot of, like, background with mental illness because of my family. My brother has autism and schizophrenia, mm-hmm. and my mom is bipolar, PTSD, anxiety, all this stuff. And I have depression myself, so I thought with my own experience that I could help him get over his trauma and, like, his anxiety and stuff. But you really can't. Like, you're just no. – if you're not a trained professional, mm-hmm. you can't – do it you just can't do it by yourself and there's Um, steps too like you don't just be like oh we're gonna just talk about this for like two hours long get really deep in this conversation and everything's gonna be fixed yeah like with therapy and all of that you have steps like you meet with them for an hour and then they give you something to work on for the week and then you come back how'd that week go okay good let's move on and then you just keep adding on things until you start to change into the person you want to be it is very important to recognize the red flags Early and, in the relationship instead of, you know, yeah, and when later. You, and when you see them, like how I was saying earlier, I think it's okay to kind of ask your friends, like, mm-hmm. yeah. if they're seeing them too or if you're kind of, like, girl talk is very much yeah. girl talk. Uh, yeah. Especially if you're stressing and you're, you you need someone to talk to, I feel like your friends are probably the best, especially someone that's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can give you that advice that you probably need. 
and even venting to them sometimes like I feel like I should have vented to my friend Bailey mm-hmm. before um before but you know I didn't and then when I did break up with him yeah my she was like confused. whoa yeah. what yeah. happened yeah, I did yeah, the same I thing so I did the same thing I was so I, I, I was shook about you too yeah, yeah. yeah. I I well, just I didn't was... I didn't want to I didn't want to concern my friends with what I was going yeah. through, and I also didn't want to make him have a bad reputation mm-hmm. without yeah. them not being completely there when things mm-hmm. were happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bailey and them never saw us have an argument. No. He doesn't act like that when we're around them, Whoa. so he doesn't know. That's a, the that's a thing, that too. The- that's a red flag, too, is that when they um, act different around family and friends versus when you guys are together, that yeah. happened to me where when he was around his family, you know, if there was something that he didn't like for any reason um he wouldn't show it in front of his family but he would like text me or like make faces at me and i'm like damn that kind of um you're, like, I, I hiding sh- it yeah you're hiding it like you're faking like my mom didn't know anything that was going on re- with our relationship and she yeah. thought he was like a good guy oh. but when i told her everything that yeah. he had done she was like whoa i didn't even know this it's because yeah. he acted different when he was around his friends and family well, I remember you versus he was on his side yeah and i was like and what that's <laughs> actually a thing so um my mom actually again she had noticed um you know his traits and stuff and she pulled me aside one day and she says, I want to talk to you about something, basically, that she could see signs of what he was doing, but it would only come out, again, if he was under stress, basically, if he was triggered by those things. Um, this is called covert narcissism, and basically, a covert narcissist is someone who isn't like that, usually. Um, usually, they are very easy to talk to, um, like, you know, they have, like, a bit more of an upbeat personality, they do seem more empathetic unless they're triggered by something. So something mm-hmm. like feeling ignored, feeling like um they like someone better than them is around, mm-hmm. um jealousy, yeah. uh basically like feeling like they're not your world, feeling that they're not your number one priority. Mm-hmm. If something like that triggers them, that's when all the toxic traits come out. That's when they start arguing, that's when mm-hmm. they start, you know, getting defensive, that's when they start, you know, um manipulating you, gaslighting, that kind of stuff. And a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people don't know that they, they do have these traits until they go get help. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that that's what they're doing. But again, it's it's covert. You, you're never going to notice it until shit starts hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, wait, why are you acting like this now? Why are you screaming at me? Why are you saying these things to me? I, what I, are some, like, traits that, that, like, when something happens, like, what are some traits? Um, like, screaming, I think, yelling, like, being upset, like, thro- giving it to their, their partner... I think I think the biggest trait, especially, is um, manipulation and mm-hmm. gaslighting. That's the uh, worst thing ever, too. Yeah, like especially like, when you don't realize it. <laughs> I could be like Bailey. I really liked your chicken today, but I felt like maybe it could have used um, some breading to it or something, mm-hmm. right? And then you'd be like, "What? Why would you say that to me? I'm gluten free. Why are you trying to attack me right now?" And I'd be like. <laughs> You're right, Bailey. I'm so sorry. And it's like, well, it doesn't even matter because now you just said this crazy thing about me and I can't believe you said this and blah, blah, blah. And you just start going in. You start drilling me. And I'm oh just like, gosh. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I didn't know that you were oh going to take no. it this way. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just, you feel like That's shit awful. because like you just, you were just trying to make a suggestion yeah. or you were just trying to like critique them on you something. Know, that is so scary. Honestly, like that is so freaking scary because that, if someone were to do that to me, I would, I would shut know, down. Yeah, I would not even know what to say at that point. I would be so yeah. shut down. And and I already shut down during, like, uh, moments of conflict. Like, it's very, it's 
um, very hard for me to, like, confront someone, to get confronted, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I start, like, you can tell in my voice, I start to uh, shake uh, a little. Uh, uh, yeah. Or I do that. <laughs> or stutter. Yeah, I yeah. stutter. But, like, my voice shakes and, like, I get really shaky. So for someone to, like, come at someone like that, <laughs> for someone to come at someone like that, that would completely shut me down. Yeah. It, it definitely shuts me down, too. And I'll try very hard to, um, I'll, Usually, I know the process. The process is usually, like, I will say something that I think, like, a constructive critique. Yeah. You know, saying something positive first and then getting into, like, the nitty-gritty, right? Um, After I do that, you know, you will get defensive. You will start pinpointing a certain thing I say and say that I said it as an attack and then start throwing it at me, right? Mm -hmm. I will try to deconstruct the conversation to make sure that you understand why I said the thing I said, I didn't understand this thing, or say where there was a miscommunication, and then put it, you know, explain it to you. From there, you have two choices. Either you listen to my reasoning, and we talk through it that way, Mm -hmm. or you just don't listen to me, and you still are mad about the fact that I said something that you thought was an attack, and then it just... An argument. It's not even. It's not even constructive. It's not even like. Um, There's not no win-win. But constructive. Yeah. You're literally um, just arguing with the air now. You've already said your piece. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just will not take it, and yeah. now you're just arguing like, for oh, the sake of arguing okay. instead of coming to a conclusion. And then how do you yeah, feel? Exactly. Do you feel um, like inside? Defeated. You want to cry? You get nowhere. You feel defeated. You, you get yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. yeah. You're fighting um, for nothing. And that's that's what I was saying. Like I would go. <laughs> I knew the argument was coming. I would do the thing where I explain why I said the thing I said. But there shouldn't um, be an explanation like that, you know. In my I, opinion, I. I I don't mind explaining myself. I was going to say, I don't either. Yeah, but... No matter how shaky, but is if you explain yourself, they can't say that you didn't. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like they, and they'll still, you know, shit on you and do whatever they need to do to feel better for themselves, make themselves look like the light. Yeah. But, but at still, least you, you should, said your piece. Yeah, you but... You shouldn't have to. Yeah, exactly. You but, shouldn't have to in some situations. It's just that... It depends can, on what the conversation's about. Like, yeah. if it's something that's not really... Um, a conversation that's supposed to be, um, you know, arguing, arguing, I feel like, um, you shouldn't have to explain yourself. I mean, if it's just a normal conversation, but if it's like a conversation where it can turn into an argument, then, um, I mean, you should explain yourself sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't, again, I, I think communication is very important, especially if you're going to be with someone for a long time. Um, and so explaining myself is, I don't, I don't mind doing that. I, I won't never not explain myself if you are taking something to offense mm-hmm. i will yeah. and i don't mind apologizing either if i if i get to the point where it was like i explained myself and then you explain yourself and i'm like dang i really did fuck up then i don't mm-hmm. mind apologizing yeah. Yeah. i don't mind being like okay and then kind of internalizing that this is something i shouldn't be doing well and that's the best part or the biggest part is recognizing that you did do something wrong yeah you did say something wrong you know if you just go oh i didn't do anything wrong this person's wrong then you're yeah you're not also, if your partner not. is always saying that you're doing everything wrong and not like I taking did any wrong, of the blame, yes. yeah, that that's, that's the red the flag right there. Thing, right? Yeah, that's the covert that's, narcissism. Yeah, that's definitely, that definitely that. was something that my my ex did. So. Mine too. Yeah. Well, so. glad they're exes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the past, I have a theory that most adults, yeah, probably in the entire world, but specifically in the United States, don't have the emotional intelligence to be in a long term relationship. And I agree. And it's not so particular, like, like it's it's their fault, but because they're not, like, seeking help. But they also don't know. 
You know, everyone assumes that they can easily be in a long term relationship until you get in one. Yeah. And then and then either party or both parties just simply don't have the emotional intelligence to go, wait a minute. This doesn't have to turn into an argument because they're expressing how they feel. And I feel differently. So wait a minute. Let's try and figure this out here in a calm manner. Well, and a lot of people in relationships will like long term or, you know, married even and why there's so many divorce rates or Mm -hmm. so, so much divorce. Is that they will? I just lost my train of thought. Oh, oh no! To, there bring, goes, to, there to, goes. to add on to yeah. your train of Sorry, thought. Sorry, I lost though. my train of thought. But Sunny's gonna take it over. Yeah. For to me. add on to your train <laughs> of thought, do you think that the reason why this is is because Americans don't have access to mental health as oh, it no. definitely helps. Countries? It Let's definitely yeah. would help. Yeah, However, it, it definitely stems from like parents. Trauma. You know, no shade, yeah, mom and dad. But like the way we were raised, didn't have the way you're raised is the way they didn't have mental health help. They think they're fine. They their parents did it to them. Yeah, and then and then yeah. our parents <laughs> were getting like lobotomies for their wives and stuff um, instead of dealing with their actual issues and that kind of stuff. So like a lot of people just don't didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just now like getting more, I guess pop le- mental illness is getting more popularized. Mm, definitely. And, I, and I definitely think that now therapy talk is now being brought into relationships and dating. You'll hear a lot of you'll be dating someone and you'll be like. What's their love language? Oh yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Like saying like Like it's a fun question to ask now. Yeah, it's and it's also very important. important Exactly. Yeah. And it can be fun. I'm I'm glad that it's kinda going like that, but I can see how some people might be annoyed if if they're avoiding that stuff. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like um the deeper level things. Like you want to be able to talk about like what what even, are you? Yeah. yeah. Even saying like gaslit lighting, like things like that, those are all therapy terms. Yeah. Like for sure. Um I'm hearing that that word a lot more than expected. Like, yeah, it's coming up a lot more in in topics like when people are talking about relationships. That comes up a lot. Yeah, it does. And sometimes it gets misused for sure. It does get misused. It gets misused. There's a lot of therapy terms. Like, like I know, like right now, the hot topic on TikTok was intrusive thoughts. Uh, A lot of people saying like, it's totally an intrusive thought that I want to um, go get a drink from Starbucks. But an intrusive thought is actually like some fucked up shit. My fucking, oh my God, I had one today. I just can't remember what I was doing. (laughs) Oh, there was like a giant. Oh, 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 okay. okay. My TikTok be different from y'all. Yeah. (laughs) So my intrusive thought today when I was grabbing all my bags out of my trunk was my trunk slams too like it's one of those like uh, you drop i think it, that's a call of the void not an intrusive thought no that's that's an intrusive thought I when call it, when it, that, no when I the, thinking, the door would slam on your hands it would slam on my hands I, for, for well no that's not a call and of the then void. Like, that's I, like a a final destination that, thought right? yeah so like <laughs> yeah. i would get that but like or seeing like uh seeing like gory imagery yeah. or yes. that kind of stuff that's right. i hate to admit it but when what working with children i would get a lot of intrusive thoughts about that too like what if Damn. this bus just flips over right now and i just see oh everyone dead gosh. like i would definitely get those intrusive thoughts pretty often and it's something that you do have to work through it through i think i remember hearing that both that and the call of the void, if you will, where you're driving down the road and you're like, "What if I just turned into the ditch?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's actually a completely normal and human behavior, simply because it goes because it it proves that you're Curious. you know like that you are not going to do those things because you recognize I could do those things. Yes. But oh yes. I'm not going to. And in order to make sure I don't do that, I'm gonna pay extra attention to the road in front yeah. of me. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I, I think it's a 
to a degree, a like, you know, in moderation, a mm-hmm. healthy behavior to have intrusive thoughts and the call of the void, if you will. Mm-hmm. As long as you recognize that, like, you recognize hey, look, what it is. This, yeah, yes. you recognize that, hey, this is a, a normal behavior. It's going to pop into my head. And this and its purpose is to make sure I don't do those things and I don't let those things happen. I just I feel kind of bad for like our parents generation especially um i know my mom for sure like she she wants to get out into the dating pool again Mm -hmm. and the men her age are my mom said the same yeah the men her age are just wild um they very narcissistic very like not making sure that they care about their partner at all like but also relationships now i feel like is uh a lot of cheating going on more than A lot than of hookup usual. culture. Hookup yeah. culture yeah. is cheating right now. It's, right. Like, it's like high school to like the college years is like all hookup, cheating. Now, I'm not going to say all because there are some good relationships that don't do that shit. But mm-hmm. like hookup, cheating. It's so immature. What I mean, it? The, what's the upside down pineapple? Because well, there's, there's not that communication between upside like if someone's needs aren't switch. being met. Yeah, so. but there's. also there's a lot, a, a lot of um, dating apps now. And, makes it easy um it does make it easy where you can cheat I yeah <laughs> i feel like <laughs> so in a perfect world like let's say you were able to communicate to your partner hey um you know i'd like to help you with because i i see that you're stressed you know like some partners are defensive and things like that but in a perfect world what would you do to help them like when you see your partner stressed out about something I usually like to ask how I can help. Like, mm-hmm. uh, again, the who, not how again, thing mm-hmm. or whatever. But, like, making sure that if there's something that they're having difficulties with, if it's something that I can help out with. There are some people, like I know you were saying earlier, that don't like to be helped. Yeah. That's the issue, is that a lot of people don't want to be helped. They think they could just do everything on their yeah. own, and they just That's... stack, stack, stack things on top of there's them. There's yep. something that I, I either read or heard somewhere a little while ago. Where if you have someone like that, where they're they're doing a task and mm-hmm. they think they do it great, and you know they do it a pretty decent job, but they struggle with it in some way or it really stresses them out, pick one thing from that task and be like, "Can I do this for you?" And more than likely, they'll be like, "Fine," you know. And but deep down, they'll appreciate like, "Hey, I didn't have to do that." Like yeah, make it yeah. some small menial task. You know, they're cooking dinner, mm-hmm. they got a bunch of carrots that need to be cut, and they're too busy doing the noodles. So <laughs> you just be like, "Hey, do you mind if I cut the carrots for you?" I'll be, I won't be in your way. And they're like, okay, sure, yeah. And then you just cut the carrots, yeah. and then you can add to that later. Um, and that kind of comes up with, like, um, how to recognize when your partner is stressed out is there are signs that your partner is being stressed out, and you sometimes might need to be on the lookout for them and, and where you can step in to help out. Mm-hmm. There is definitely, you know? like, certain times when I am dating or with someone that I kind of study them when things happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's something that does stress them out or, like, say they're even, – even if there's someone who plays video games, for mm-hmm. example, yeah. if they're the type of person to throw their controller when oh. they lose a game, that Don't is a – first of all, it's a huge Dude. red, red flag. flag. Don't throw your but controller. second of all, it shows you how he reacts to stress. Yeah. Yes. Um, By he's, throwing and hitting and he's gonna be angry. Things. He's gonna be, um, yeah, punching things, oh, that kind of stuff. So good. Stuff like that. Like, so when people are in those situations, it's very good to observe your partner yeah. and make sure that you see how they're acting so that you can respond to those moments later on mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I know, like, for my most recent ex, um, when he would get stressed out and stuff like that, I would know because he would start, uh, his, his tone would change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know sometimes like maybe his tone isn't changed. Maybe I'm just hearing things maybe, but I would always notice like the tone changing just slightly. And then like his, his, the way he was spoke, the way he spoke was a bit more different as well. Whether it was like stuttering or like, you know, kind of running on kind of ranting that mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
And um, from there, I was like, okay, well, let's try to figure out what's wrong. How can we help deal with the stress? You know, different coping mechanisms, um, that kind of stuff. But again, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, not your job yeah. to be a therapist. Yeah. No. Um. So, and I also think, like, if you are str- – so say you even have – like, you're, you're living with your partner. And you've got set chores like, oh, I'm going to do the laundry and you do this other thing. You can mow the lawn, if you will. <laughs> like um, you and your partner should be willing to go, hey, look, I- I'm going to need help with this chore that I'm like set for. Like it's on the schedule that I'm doing it, mm-hmm. um, but I really need your help with it. Would you mind either doing it for me or helping me with it? Okay. You know, you should have that. You even switch days. <laughs> You should have that um, that openness in your relationship to go, oh, yeah, sure, I may dislike that, but if it's going to help you with it, then, yeah, I totally want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Bailey and I don't really have set chores. We just kind of do what's right in front of us. So Yeah, and I say we, I, would, I would say we work well as a team. I think we, like, kind of go in each other's direction. You know, like how, I don't know, there's, like, moments where I'm like, damn, like, we really be... And, like, you the chef, I'm the, like, sous chef, and, like, we be running around <laughs> the kitchen or something. Or, like, you know, one's working on the sports bras, getting the cups back in there, and the other one's folding up the underwear or something. You know, just some, like, I don't know. I feel like we work. You guys work really good together, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I did have a question, though. So I know yeah. Bailey, we were talking about it earlier. Bailey was mentioning how she's never actually seen you angry. So what are your stress signs, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> how do we know when your stress um, signs are that? You know, <laughs> I think the last time I got so angry, I screamed, um, was probably in the army. And that's a whole other long story. <laughs> um, basically, I had done something really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what and kind of stupid carried, are you talking about? Do, do I have to tell this whole story? Was it the okay. tattoo? It was the tattoo. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, I did something really stupid, mm-hmm. and it car- it followed me to a different place, which I didn't want. And so when someone brought it up, I got upset because I didn't, I didn't want anyone to know about it. And so I got upset, you know, I screamed at people. And then I, I came to the realization that, like, I don't have to be upset about it. Like, it's it's part of me now. Like, yeah. I might as well just fucking let it be. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if someone calls it out, be like, yeah, it was really stupid. Yeah. So, and after that, I don't, like, I don't find myself getting angry at much. I mean, there's things that upset me, but, like, like ang like pure like anger mm-hmm. um hasn't you know hasn't really hit me before just because i've i don't know got this mentality of being kind of easygoing because like mm-hmm, you do this this too will pass you know yeah, sort of thing yeah, yeah. so and I, I don't know i mean something may happen in the future but i don't think it would be anything that you could do bailey or i told like her that. i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> she said yeah she was like i'm leaving the room i'm running <laughs> I mean, there are definitely times where, like, I feel like I would want, like, I like I have a thought of, like, oh, I would be violent right now, but like at the same time, it's like, well, that's not gonna get me anywhere. So yeah, how do I, like, how do I actually solve the problem? And I think a lot of people don't really take a step back. Okay, so like one thing that my mom taught me, especially from her time in therapy and stuff, is a lot of times when you are reacting it's good to take a step back and think about it and be like, why am I reacting this certain kind of way? So for example, Mm -hmm. if you're angry, really angry about someone, try to think about why you're angry. Why did that thing make you angry? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it something that you really should be angry for? Or is it like what Josh said and it'll just pass? Yeah. And that really helps when you're having an argument or a conversation. It's it's good to be in your own head sometimes and just meditate a little bit and just, you know, kind of realize why you're doing the thing that you're doing. Yeah. 
I tend to like, overthink too. So honestly, oh, I, I find myself I find yeah. myself literally thinking about stuff that is going on, or like if I say something, or if he says something, then I'm like, What'd yeah. you say? Yeah, and then I'm like, wait. Yeah, why, why, why you did you, yeah, why did you react that way? Like, that, yeah. that's a good question, mm-hmm. and that's something that a lot of people don't really think about, but it really can save you from, like, half the arguments that yeah. you're about to have. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it can be trauma-based, or a lot of times it could be, like, a misunderstanding, but if you communicate that, either one, then right. it's like, you know, it'll stop it's it and It's better distract. than nothing. It's better yeah. than just blaming mm-hmm. it on something else. Yeah. So. Um, I think the most, like, because I've had frustration, but I never let it boil over more than that. Because I take a moment to go away. This is like, I screwed up this dinner. I royally screwed it up, right? Can't go back from it. It's ruined. It's way too salty. Can't get rid of it or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll get upset and frustrated. And then I go, well, we can eat other stuff, I guess. You know, like, it's just one dinner. It's not going to ruin the rest of our, you know, month even. Well, even the I, rest of the day. Well, you know? and, and there are moments where I recognize where you like messed up like i don't know dinner let's sure let's yeah. use dinner it's very rare that you mess up dinner but or like <laughs> something happens where it like bugs you like i can use this example sorry so i was really excited for tron and i wanted to and i wanted to get the the passes to ride it with pass holder but i recognized that you couldn't because you forgot. <laughs> and I was upset at you for forgetting. And then you, I could immediately see that you were like, like almost in your head, like, I'm so stupid. Or like, I, wow, why did I fucking forget this? Or something like that. Like I could see it in your face of like how upset you were getting. And there's different moments where you've gotten upset, where you've gotten down on yourself. Where Aww. I'm like, it's okay. That's what I Aww. Like Aww. <laughs> But you also got to think of this. There... Th- both of them are very nice people, and yeah. you would never like. They're so sweet and nice that it's like <laughs> that it's like you would never tell. Like they're a really good match for each other because they. I feel like their personalities match very well together, and um, I don't. They're very positive people. You don't see them be negative. I mean, I've never seen them be negative towards each other. Not towards each other. Um, they're, they're, I mean, yeah, maybe I throw some shade. <laughs> but you we guys are very, you guys, yeah, you guys very are very um really good for each other and that's the reason why that you guys are married and you guys are um you guys are definitely growing um higher than you know going down the ladder instead mm-hmm. so you guys are gonna do good communication and the, is very important yes and yeah. you guys you guys both have very good communication skills mm-hmm. so yeah Definitely still working on that. <laughs> yeah. I tend- but you guys work really good together. Everything that you guys do, if um, even if you guys are maybe upset with each other by any means, you guys don't, like, yell at each other. You guys mm-hmm. are just like, oh, no, you know, like, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, it's not like you're, oh, my gosh, you know, kind of thing. Oh, so. yeah, no, there's, like, no screaming or anything. Yeah. It's, it's more like if, if something pro- happens, I tend to think about it for a minute. And it will, it sometimes will, I, I don't hold grudges at all, mm-hmm. but I, it will carry into the next day because I don't know how to address it the mm-hmm. day before. I was going to say, um, a problem with like certain arguments and stuff like that is definitely like letting things go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All people mm-hmm. that have that issue. I have that issue. For thinking, especially, oh, I'll just let this go. And bringing it up actually... from the past yeah. is like yeah. the worst thing ever. Oh, when you're yeah. in, li- in a relationship, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's just, I don't even. It's better to handle the, the problem as it is. Cause like. 
uh, even the next day, you might forget the details of it. Yeah. yeah. And what tr- what may have actually upset you. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I think our most tense moment was probably this morning. Yeah. What concerning? Uh, remember the the um, the TikTok you showed me? Oh. And then it was. You oh, get a little tense okay. or whatever. Do you want to it was, talk we, about that? I, I don't so, know. It's hard to explain. Uh, sure. You had to so, be there. <laughs> yeah. You just so had was, to be there. <laughs> so yesterday, and the, like I said, you're, people listening right now are probably going to be like, really, that was it? But <laughs> <laughs> I showed him this TikTok yesterday. I really love these TikToks where you are answering deep questions. Mm-hmm. And so something, like we even have a game called Let's Get Deep. Like we have, there's just these really cute little accounts that I follow that are like questions for your partners Mm -hmm. and things like that. So we were doing that yesterday and, um, you know, one of them was, it was kind of a silly question. It was about birthdays, but it just, it brought into, it brought (laughs) a conversation up afterwards today because yesterday there was a question about a um, birthday. Like, how do you want your partner to treat you on your birthday? Like, do you want them to plan the birthday? Do you want them to, what was it? Oh, be spicy or whatever. Like, just some stupid question. And I was like, oh, like, I for my birthday, like, I, I like when, like, someone plans something for me or whatever. I'm like, well, what do you like? And then um, Josh didn't really have an answer. And, like, a few of his answers were, like, kind of shruggy, like, just kind of, like, not really into the conversation. And that really bugged me. And so he... He felt like you got dismissed. Yes. Yeah. And so it was a a misunderstanding. And I knew that right afterwards because he was like, I don't really have an answer right now. Like, I don't... My birthday is, like, 10 months away. Like, I haven't thought about it. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, on past birthdays, like, how have your... How would... How do you want your partner to treat you? How do you... How did you want me to treat you? I don't know. I feel like this is also a... this question is kind of a girl kind of question more than a guy. A guy probably wouldn't care less, but a girl obviously would care. Yeah, it definitely does depend on the person. It depends. But um, I was going to say, actually, it's more about how um, <laughs> um, there's kind of like a thinking pattern. Not to, not to make this about like the difference between sexes or anything, but there yeah. is a thinking pattern between oh, yeah. women and men that are kind of different where women are definitely more like Caring, on the emotional the sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah. more like, like why would you do this thing or what's going on and the guy's just kind of like i'm giving you an answer for a reason this is literally my answer there's nothing deeper than that answer yeah. and yeah. uh you know the woman's just like why why would they answer like that they hate yeah. me yeah. <laughs> so i couldn't think of an answer i couldn't think of anything to say after that um like okay. so it was well it was just like a misunderstanding and he said like i just i don't really know and i was like okay that's fair and then I just swiped to the next TikTok and we just kind of ended the conversation there for the mm-hmm. night. But the rest of the night, I felt weird because I didn't address it. I just didn't know how. Yeah. So this morning, like something it up again? a little, it was, it felt a little off this I morning. I did kind of have to drag it out. I was like, what's wrong? Because I, I again, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if it was, it was something from yesterday. So I felt weird bringing it up today, but it was on my mind still. And it felt like I needed to say something because I'm trying to train my brain to say things. <laughs> but um, I brought it up and I was like, yeah, I just... I would like to have deeper conversations. I want to be able to talk about deeper topics with you, not something that's like shallow, like one answer, one word answer mm-hmm. thing. So that's just like, and again, like that sounds so silly. Like no, it, it's not silly. But it, it might it might feel t- some type of way for you because he didn't answer the question the way you wanted it to be. Yeah, because it was kind of like awkward yeah. too. Because he's like, eh, I don't really care, and then you're like yeah. trying to get a deeper answer. Out, and like, like well, right, and like I know he cares, but at the same time, like there's just a little. Like, I need a little more, you yeah. know, like, for, for me to feel satisfied, I guess. But, 
um, you know, I, I get what you mean, we though. Working I, on, though. I've had that so, conversation with exes before as yeah. well. Like, there is definitely just, like, I'm getting of... shaky even talking about this, too. That's, like, the funniest <laughs> thing ever. It's, like, well, I'm not Aww. even... I'm, like, over the whole thing, but, like, since we're talking about yeah, it... Yeah, but you're, like... you're, you're, you're experiencing the emotions again. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're in there. And I think that's something that people just do, but, I, you know, it's, it's over with. Did you, did well, you think of the, thing... the answer, Josh? Did you rethink oh, the, like the answer? it's like, I just want you to be my normal Bailey. Yeah, okay. Oh, so another thing. Oh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> I mean, you did have a good birthday. Um, who planned the birthday? Oh, yeah. I don't, what do we? What do we do? For, oh, you went to Universal. Uh, we. Uh, well, we we, we kind of did. I think you, you. I planned your dinner. You did. Wait, was it you that came? No, my dad came up with the idea of going to Universal. Oh yeah, did, that's right. I remember that. I remember you guys went to Universal. Yeah. So did you so, like? Someone planning it for you. Sure. <laughs> there you go. Would you want to have that again? Would you want that uh, to happen again? For like, You're being grilled. Or, like, no, just like having someone plan it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, you guys it's fine. It's fine. So you know, these are things that we're working on. These yeah. are things like that I enjoy communicating because it will help us further grow together and then not further. It's just apart. better you said it at all. But. Something that I, I do enjoy people understanding is, like, you know, you see, you know, Josh and I on the internet on TikTok or whatever, or on a picture that you think is cute or whatnot, or, you know, conversations we say, things we say, how we look at each other, all of that. You may think that's all cute, and it... It and is! And <laughs> 95% of the time, that is how we are with each other, but there is that 5% where... Things are not perfect. That nothing's perfect. By yeah, the yeah way. like nobody's perfect. Of course, of course. So, and I don't ever want to put that out there where we're like we're all daisies and tulips and yeah. all the spring flowers, you know. So that's how most couples are. Everything's perfect out in the you know. And that's and then it's just like yeah. when you like a TikTok couple, for instance. You are like, oh my god, they're so cute. They do these cute dances. They do this, do that. Yeah. And then it's like they break up. Why do they break up? No one knows. Everyone's like invested in their relationship oh, yeah. to see yeah, exactly. why they broke yeah. up. And yeah. then you know, then they have to address it. But then it's like. Um, you just thought that they were a perfect couple, and yeah. then when they you didn't don't, know anything after yeah, that. after they break up, it's just like dang, yeah, and now but they're I, over. And but we don't really like we don't actually I don't think we've ever like raised our voices at one another. We'll no. have moments where we're just like tense and like yeah. are taking our time thinking about what we're saying. We're like, well, mm, okay, gotta think about what I'm saying next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there, sure there are moments where speak. <laughs> and this isn't to gain any control at all, but there are moments where I, I get silent because, again, I'm trying to figure out my words, and mm -hmm. it comes off to him as, like, I'm giving him the silent treatment, which mm -hmm. yeah. is very fair to, to have that thought. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just something that that we do, but it's honestly very rare Yeah, that Like happens, I said, your personalities so. kind of match together, which is a reason why you guys are a good couple. Well, so in my seven, eyes, Seven like, years is a long time. Yeah. Let me just say that. Well, plus, what was it? Four years of long And guess distance? how they met? Or three. Guess how they met. Did you guys Four, ever yeah. talk about this? And I think you did, how you guys met, right? Uh, I think so. Twitter, yeah. I um, think in the beginning, you guys probably yeah, They should probably do a story. You guys like, should you know do a story back then, time. Back then, they did stories on, like, Tinder couples and things. We should bring that back. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah, people I, together for, like, years. Like, I, I will say that that's a really long time for people in our generation. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Especially I how think, old I think we right are. Now, yes. Yeah, I think the average right now for relationships is about, like, three, two, like two to three years, mm -hmm. which I will even say, like, that's most of my relationships as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, seven years for a couple is a very long time, so this is, like, nothing to just... 
nothing to just walk over. It's, I yeah, know you guys yeah. are like, you know, there's problems. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, no one's perfect. But right. the fact that you guys have really been able to communicate these issues mm-hmm. and be able to work on it and to support each other through mm-hmm. them is something that's not really, um, you know, always found in a person. Oh, yeah. People also starting off, the rag yeah. And, yeah. Also starting off that you guys were um, long distance at one point and then ended up being together after and then getting married, settling down, having an apartment together and, you know, doing your... And you guys are younger than, than me. Like, you guys are, what, 24? 24, 25. But, yeah. but I think the long distance actually really did help in some ways. Um, oh, yeah. Because again, it allowed us... space. Yeah. Exactly. I was just about to say, it allowed us to, like, be together, whether that was, like, a video call or mm-hmm. a phone call or, you know, every month we go see each other once a month or once every few months. Mm-hmm. Um we were allowed to kind of do our own thing and just check in on each other whenever we had time to. Mm-hmm. And we would text, like, most of the day. Mm. Um, just, you know. But it was nice to be able to be like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends or I'm going to go hear this, that, and the other, go get groceries, you know, do my own thing, but still still be with that person and still, like, you know, I don't, I don't know they how. Get you. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you, if you know you can't handle a week of long distance with your partner then you might want to look in the mirror. Yeah. You know, like, you should be at least able to handle, like, them going on a business trip. It's and trust. And also, it's if, you can't, if right also you can't trust them to go on a business mm-hmm. trip, you need to look at them. Yeah. But, like, no, if yeah, you know no that you personally can't handle someone being away from you for a week, you might want to look in the mirror and take take a step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, um, speaking of long distance and stuff like that, or going away with your without your partner your partner should accept you for you know going on a trip a girl's yeah. trip and mm-hmm. like if you're letting your partner go out on a guy's trip and they're not letting you on a girl's trip that's a red flag right there mm-hmm. they should be able to they allow know you that what they're doing on their trip they don't want you doing on your they're self-projecting exactly. yeah, yeah. They're yeah. literally, self-projecting, literally. Yeah. Yeah. which is something that is a red flag and kind of yeah. once like, i'm going like, on that trip yeah <laughs> i'm going on the trip no matter what it's so. like yeah. Well, I think that covers uh, not only all of our bullet <laughs> points, but many, many more. But um, I did yeah. want to say thank you for inviting us. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, yeah. On the podcast, this was a bit this of a very fun. fun yeah, it was actually fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to have y'all back, either yeah. you know, one at a time or together, together again. Yeah. We'll see. Also it's like actually kind of cool convenient. to have a lot of people on there too, because then yeah. you guys have more than one more topic to talk, to talk about. about. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's fun with us too, but it is. I, I've realized how fun it is. Like I honestly don't want to end this episode because there's so many things to talk about. Yeah. Everyone has different life experiences, we gotta, and we, we gotta save it for another episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and it'd be also nice to have like some some like men's point of views too, like my brothers or people. Yeah. You can even try it, like, t- my cousins. <laughs> They're, yeah. like, 13 and 9, but, like, that would... <laughs> I'd love to kids, have, like, a little yeah, Gen Z. point of view. Yeah. yeah, that's so cute. From a little Gen Z point of view. Alrighty. <clears throat> All right. I think that ends this episode of... ETCC! ETCC. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.